All right. So I'm going to share screens with you guys. And again, what we got here is called the $100,000 Fitness Leads Masterclass. And I've named this how to get strangers to want to buy your fitness program. Okay, so I'm going to zoom in a little bit. Can you guys see my screen pretty good? Is it perfect? All right, awesome. Actually, I'm going to zoom out just a little bit. All right, cool. So yeah, let's get into it. So this is a summary and my take on $100 million leads by Alex Mosey. So uh, to be completely transparent, I've taken a lot of things from the book, $100 million leads, and kind of just compressed it into this smaller training slash document slash ebook. And if you guys, anybody wants access to this, feel free to just let me know and I'll I'll just drop the link in our in our thing. And um, I really would suggest for you guys to pay attention to kind of like what I'm going to do here as I'm going through this and how you guys can apply this with your business as well. So it's really hard to go hungry when you have a lot of leads. Really, really difficult. Before you know how to get leads, your business pretty much sucks right? It's probably the number one thing that stops people, gets them to quit. You know, not knowing where your next client is coming from, kind of living check to check. You just took all your savings, probably invest into mentorship, just like me, you know, just relying on, on your nine to five check and it's scary. And then worrying if this is even for you or if this stuff even works. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you guys how to get more leads than you can handle. And here's how. One is we're going to talk about how advertising works. Two is we're going to talk about the four ways to get leads. Three is how to leverage others to get leads for you, which is my favorite part. And four is an actionable plan so that you can uh, use this to grow your business. So obviously, and take note here, you guys know who I am. I'm Eric, I'm the CEO of PT Legends. I've grown two successful coaching companies at this point. Um. We book 250 sales calls a month. So that's thousands and thousands of leads per month. Uh, I generate multiple six figures per month and have helped over 600 businesses, fitness coaches, and also other businesses, agencies, uh, business coaching programs, all sorts of stuff, mainly fitness coaches. So before I get into anything, none of what I'm going to go through today in this video or this book or this podcast, because I'm going to purpose multi-purpose it, matters if you do not implement, aka have habits. Implementation is a habit, right? It's like a ritual. So you should know exactly how to get all the leads in the world after this video. But if you don't take action on this, it doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean anything whatsoever. There is no magic bullet. It's an input outputs game. So I'm going to tell you a story of when I was working at LA Fitness real quick and how I went from the worst salesperson to the top salesperson in my region. So my VP taught me how to get leads and sales appointments in person. He said, Go talk to people in the gym. It's called floor pulling. They held my hand. They showed me how to speak to people, approach them, et cetera. He said, the goal is to get five sales appointments per day. Three will show up. You'll close one. It's a game of metrics at the end of the day. Sounds easy enough, right? And so I went ahead and I did it. Day one, I spoke to five people. No one sat down with me. And I made $0 that day. Day two, and that's mainly a commission-based job. Day two, same thing, right? Day three, I finally got someone's uh, information. Uh, I finally got a phone call. And excitingly enough, I'm thinking I got like my first potential sale here. I thought I finally struck gold. But the guy calls me and he complains that I'm harassing his wife 
and I'd like to cancel his membership and his wife's man, uh, membership as well. So as excited as I was, you know, I got that rejection. So day four, we have our, we had our sales team meeting with the VP of sales and, and all the other regions within the Northeast. And I said on the call, this isn't work for me. I've spoken to 20 people and none of them sat down with me. One guy called me to tell me that I was harassing his wife and that he'd like to cancel both of their memberships. Sound familiar, guys? When you guys DM, DM 20 people and you say, oh, this doesn't work, Eric. Starting to get somewhere. So I said to him, this doesn't work and I'll never make money here. He said, who cares about that guy who said whatever? How many people did you speak to in the last three days? I said about 20. Okay. By lunchtime today, and he, he responded, by lunchtime today, we'll have already spoken to 20 people alone. Total in a day, we speak to 100 people between the phones and on the gym floor. It takes about 50 people just to have one sales presentation. It's no wonder that you haven't gotten anybody to sit down with you. So in that moment, I realized I was doing one one hundredth of the amount that the top sales representatives were doing. So I realized that this was a game of volume, consistency, work ethic, and facing your fears of rejection. And he told me something in that moment. He said, Eric, you must be doing the most productive things at all times. And that really hit me because when I was rejected by that guy whom told me that I was harassing his wife, I wasn't harassing his wife, but it lowered my self-esteem or confidence or whatever you want to call it. And I no longer wanted to approach anyone. Right. And so I set a goal of speaking to a hundred people per day. And at first I didn't move as fast as I'd like to. But over the course of four weeks, it started to work because it started to get better and it started to compound. I got better at communication. I learned how to floor pull people better. I got better at approaching people, cold and closing the actual deal. So a month later, I was uh, like a month or two later, I was one of the top sales reps in the entire region. So the point is, like, it takes consistency and someone can show you exactly how to get leads, but it's up to you to get to work, like to do the work, right? You can't just speak to five people or 20 people. You got to talk to hundreds of people day by day by day by day, months on months on months, and for it to all the work. So a basic outline of this training and book is I'm laying this training out to go from zero leads, zero clients, and knowing where to go to get to maximum leads, skills, clients, and a thriving business. So getting just decent alone at this takes time and making money takes time. And I want this training to help you guys crack your first $100,000 per year and beyond. Okay, so chapter one is done. That's what we just went through. Chapter two is going to be on advertising. Chapter three is going to be uh, strategies to get leads. Chapter four is going to be paid ads. Chapter five is going to be how to leverage others to get leads for you, aka hiring employees to do your DMs for you. So before we get into anything, I think it's important to define the terms because most of you guys like, like what is a lead? What does advertising actually mean? So leads is a person that you can contact. It's simple as that. Okay. Engage leads is totally different. So you can contact anybody. You can walk on the street and contact somebody. You can, you know, message everybody on your Instagram, but it doesn't mean they're engaged lead. An engaged lead is people who show interest in your stuff that you're selling. Someone who gives you their contact info on a website, on Instagram, on socials, someone who follows you and you contact them and they respond. So as soon as they respond, this is now an engaged lead. Right. If they opt in, if you message them and they respond, it's an engaged lead. If you email them, if you text someone, if you call someone, if you talk to someone on the street and they respond, this is now an engaged lead. OK, engaged leads is a goal of advertising. Advertising is the action of making people know about your stuff. The more people that know about your stuff, the more money that you make. That's simply all business comes down to. So how do we get more leads? 
lead magnets, setting up your mouse traps, we call it. So lead magnets take people from low trust to higher trust to sales. Okay. Lead magnets are a solution to one small problem. Just one, just one small problem. Typically, it's a free training to see who's interested in your stuff. Hint, hint, this video. Once you solve that one small problem, but then it reveals another problem solved by what you have to sell. It opens up a door for other problems. So as a result, it gets people more interested in buying what you have to offer later. For example, this training is on getting leads. We're not talking about closing deals. We're not talking about, you know, nothing else but getting leads. So after, because what I'm going to do, I'm going to repurpose this and I'm going to post it all over the place and I'm going to use it as a lead magnet. So take a hint here about what I'm doing, right? So after this, you guys will know exactly how to get leads, but next is how do you sell high ticket, right? Or, you know, some other problem in people's business, right? Hiring or training or whatever it is, right? So problem one is, or the offer, right? So problem one is solved, right? Which creates another existing problem that I can charge for. And I'm going to give you guys fitness examples too. So think about it like a taste tester or a drug dealer getting people hooked on, hooked in with free drugs, right? Imagine if you guys just sat on the corner and you gave weed away all day for free. And I'm not encouraging you guys to do that disclaimer, right? I'm, don't sell drugs, it's bad. But imagine you gave the best weed away for free with your phone number on it. How many people would come back and contact you? So your lead magnet should be valuable enough that you could actually charge for it just like the weed. And they should want more of what you offer after getting them another step closer to buying. Okay. And I think I put some examples uh, here below. So an example could be like, I put some examples, we'll get into it in a little bit. So the seven steps to creating an effective lead magnet by Alex Mosey. Step one is figure out the problem you want to solve and who you solve it for right? Meaning your ideal avatar, your, your niche, right? Is it men? Is it woman? What is it? Okay. And what's the problem you solve for them, right? Number two is figure out how to solve it. Okay. Number three is figure out how to deliver it. So a perfect example is this, this video, like I said, guys, I'm going to repurpose this. I'm going to put it on YouTube. I'm going to send eBooks. I'm going to repurpose it. So that's how we're going to deliver it. Step four is test what to name it, right? So as you can see at the top, I've named it this. Now I'm going to, I'm going to split test it. I'm going to, you know, do multiple different, uh, different names and stuff. So we want to test what to name it. Step five is make it easy to consume. Okay. And we're going to get into each little one of these. Step six is make it fucking good. Damn good. Right. So good that people would actually pay for it. Step seven is make it easy for them to tell you they want more. Okay. And I'll give you an example of that in a little bit. That's AKA a call to action. Right. So step one, Right. Perfect example is this free training, this book, this masterclass, this podcast. I'm going to do all sorts of stuff with this. And I do this all the time. Right. Problem is no leads. Right. The solution is I want to solve getting engaged leads with this training. Very simple. Right. Because you gained access to this training. You are now a lead. Yay for me. Right. Pretty simple. So whoever requests this thing, they're now an engaged lead. So start by picking a small problem, but meaningful. Right. Every problem has a solution. So imagine someone wants to. Here's our examples here. Imagine someone wants to lose weight who doesn't know what to eat. Just that one problem. We don't have to give them the nutrition plan, workout plan, accountability, but they just don't know what to eat. 
or how to work out or how to stay consistent or how many steps to take or pretty much anything at all. So um, the prospects uh, problem is I don't know what to eat. I don't know how to count macros or what a cal caloric deficit is. So a lead magnet solution would be how to eat whatever you want without sacrificing your results. So we're just solving one problem here. Does anybody, can anybody know what it is to see if you guys are paying attention? You just type it in. Or you guys could just say it actually, make it easier. Right, but what is the pain point that we're solving here, right? What's one problem that we're solving here, guys? You can just unmute yourselves. Step-by-step, step, how to count your macros and be in caloric deficit for guaranteed fat loss. Nobody? All right, I'll give you guys the answer. So You address the direct pain point of uh, they don't know anything. So you're giving them something as far as some specific that they don't know as far as counting your macros and, right. you know, but caloric deficit. But it leaves them with more problems, right? So the problem, right. the problem is give them like half of it. Well, you give them the whole thing on on what to eat, literally step by step. Don't worry about okay. people being like, "Oh, I don't have to pay you now." That's just never going to happen. Number one, number two, most of them are going to do it. Number three is that's the problem: is people give away generic bullshit for free instead of just giving away the secret sauce. Uh -huh. But you just want to solve one problem because now that they know how to eat. They not need. They now need to learn how to work out, right? Yeah. Or they need to learn how to be consistent. It leaves them with the other remaining problems of losing weight. So you pick one problem that earned their trust. They believe in you more now, but still have more problems to solve when it comes to weight loss, exercise, consistency, habits, so on and so forth. So this makes other problems more obvious. Oh, I, I'm counting my macros, and you know, but I'm not building muscle now. Well, no shit, bro. You got to work out. Guess who can help you work out? Guess who they're going to go to because you help them learn how to eat? You. So action step is pick a small problem you want to solve. Make a training, an ebook, or lead magnet to solve it. And then make sure you have an offer to solve the next problem. AKA your, your core offer that you guys are, most of you guys already have. Okay. Is this making sense, guys? You can just nod your heads. Yeah, perfect. All right. Step two is problem uh, they don't know about. Um, your lead magnet makes them aware of it, revealing the problem. So in some cases, people don't even know what the problem is. So making your prospect aware that they have a problem that could get worse the longer that they wait. So an example is how your hormones are causing you to gain fat and burn, uh, burn muscle and how to prevent it. Example is, another example is you check someone's BMI or body fat percentage and it's extremely high. And so you do a training that educates them on the long-term side effects of how it's causing them to be pre-diabetic and all the other harmful issues with, with high body fat. So solve an ongoing problem for a short amount of time with a, with, with a, with a sample, I meant to put there, or trial period of your offer. So an example of that can be 14-day challenges, 30-day challenges, et cetera. That would be like a, a sample type thing or a trial period. Number three is give them one step that solves one problem of many others. So pretty much the same thing as what we just went through, free macro calculator, templates, free course, fat loss diet, et cetera. So action step is pick how you want to solve a small defined problem. 
Step three is how the hell do we deliver this? So for information products, which is what all you guys have, uh, you can do free trainings using Loom is, is actually my favorite way. You can use Zoom like we're doing right now. You can go live on Facebook and record it, which is kind of like what we're doing right now too. And then repurpose it or remarket, remarket it, sorry. So courses, lessons, interviews with clients, you can use those as lead magnets, like case study on how Noah lost 20 pounds in the last 30 days, step-by-step, step, something like that. Other coaches, right? So you guys can collab with another coach, anybody inside the PT Legends. You guys do like a kind of like a podcast type thing and you use it as a lead magnet. Mistakes you've made in your own journey, right? Top five mistakes I made when before losing 30 pounds, right? Hacks, right? Top five body fat, uh, top five hacks lose body fat percentage, something like that. Tips, anything that they can essentially learn from. So an action step now is think of a lead magnet and just start recording, right? Just start recording. Step four, this is probably actually arguably the one of the hardest parts is labeling the lead magnet. If it's not the hardest part, it's the most important part. So this is a tricky part. Sometimes you may have a really great training or lead magnet, but no one bites it. And that, that sucks, right? So it doesn't mean that your lead magnet sucks, even though in many cases, most people lead magnets, they just suck. And, that, and then people are like, oh, no one bought my stuff. And you're like, well, your lead magnet sucked. So it could just be the name, which is why I constantly test different names to bundle it up and package it. So I like to use polls on Instagram stories and ask our audience what they would want the most because your audience knows best, right? Because at the end of the day, we're trying to sell to not yourself, but your audience. So you can do just a poll like this, right? Which ebook would help you the most? How to eat whatever, whatever you want and drop body fat or six pack in 60 days without losing all, long, without long hours. So action step here is test, 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 test every day, every week, different titles, different ebooks and see what hits the most. If people engage a lot, then you have a winner. And then just keep reusing that every week. Like you guys probably see my stories a lot. I always give a lot of stuff away for free. I'm always testing and seeing what work, which one works the most and, and gets the most activity. Uh, simple frameworks for this. How to achieve dream outcomes. You guys might want to jot this down. How to achieve dream outcome without sacrifice or effort in desired time frame. Right. So an example of that is how to how to get six pack abs without sacrificing the, your favorite foods in the next 90 days, right? Or ultimate guide, how to specific outcome in time frame. So how to get six pack abs in uh, just in time for summer, for example, or how to get six pack abs in 30 days, right? That would be like a big, bold claim right there. Step five is make it easy for them to consume. Information is uh, very simple. People like to consume, but here's the thing you wanna keep in mind, right? So people like to consume things in different ways. Like some people like to watch YouTube videos. Some people like to read. Others like listening to podcasts. So make your lead easily accessible in many different form, as many different formats as you can. So the perfect example uh, is this. So I have this, which is going to be our ebook. I'm going to put it on a podcast. I'm going to put it on YouTube. I'm going to put it in school. I'm going to put it all over the place so people have multiple different ways they can consume it. Images, text, audio, etc. Offer them all. That's why I made this, uh, like I mentioned, into multiple different different ways. So repurpose live streams, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, record it and repurpose it. Again, that's what I'm doing today. So I'm going to record this with you guys and I'll use it as a lead magnet.
So action step now is package your lead magnet in every possible way that you can. It increases the amount of leads that come your way. You get four times more leads by making it available in multiple different formats. So think of it like this. You'll miss out on four times the output by not making it easily accessible to people's taste preferences. Step six is make it so good that they would pay for it. So again, guys, give away the information for free. Sell the actual implementation. Okay. Muscle Magazine has been given away all the tips that you've been given away for free in their magazine for the past 12 years, and they still make millions of dollars. So if you give away sucky stuff as your taste tester, no one's going to want to come back, just like the bad drug dealer. So if you're handing out really crappy drugs, everybody's going to be like, God, this tastes like catnip. I don't want to smoke this. No one's going to come back to you. Right. So it's just like going to Costco. Anybody ever go to Costco? I literally used to go to Costco just for the samples. It kept me coming back. But here's the thing. Every time I come back, I purchase more things from them because I love the freaking samplers at Costco. So if your sample like sucks. I like the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been there in years, but I, I remember I used to get so excited with my dad to go. Man, if, when you huh? get a hot dog and a drink, you can't beat that anyway. That hot dog <laughs> big. Anyway, my bad. <laughs> You're good. But listen, guys, if your sample sucks, they're not going to want more of sucky stuff, right? So, but if it's so good that it makes them say, damn, that was good. I want some more. Guess what? They're going to come back wanting more from you. Shocker, right? So don't be afraid to literally give your best advice away for free. Many people fear like, oh my God, if I give them my best stuff away, they're never going to pay for like the rest of my stuff, which is is totally not true. Okay, it's not true. And if it is, the 1% of people that actually do it, we're in the game to change lives. So good. You just help somebody for free. It's like, that's the game we're in, right? So action step is your lead magnet can ruin your reputation, right? That you work so hard to build because people judge you based off the value that you bring. So make your lead magnets as good as your paid stuff. Your brand and name depends on it. Provide value. Stack it and you'll see your business flourish. Okay. Step seven is make it easy for them to tell you they want more. This one's very easy. Once a lead consumes your free stuff, some may be ready to buy. This is where the call to actions come in play. Simple, clean, clean, concise next steps, telling your audience what to do next. So now that they took a nibble, it's time to take a bite. P.S. If you're enjoying this training right now or this book, and you want hands-on one-to-one coaching, click the link to schedule in a call with the team to see if it's a good fit. Just click right here. See what I did there, guys? That's a call to action. Boom, simple as that. So I just made a training with you guys and I'm gonna repurpose it as an ebook and some people will click this link and some people won't. Cool. What to do? There's, there's many different call to actions you could do. You could do what I did right there, right? Click the link. Uh, click the button for more information. So they click this and they watch, you know, the they book a call. Book your free consultation here. DM me ready for inf more information. Comment I'm ready for, for, for blah, 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 so on and so forth. Those are all different forms of call to actions. How to make it more powerful. Scarcity, number one, okay? So when there is a limited amount of something, when something is limited in quantity, people will want it more. So think of Supreme, Jordans, et cetera. Right, people pay ridiculous amounts of money for Supreme, and it's not even that nice if we're all being honest. It's just a fucking hoodie that says Supreme on it. 
It's ridiculous. You can find nicer stuff at Zara, in my opinion. So people desire it more because like it's expensive, number one. So people just want it more. And because like they'll only drop a hundred. And if you miss the release, you're like screwed. So this is why they're more likely to act now rather than later. So we are only offering. So for example, of that is we are only offering this free masterclass to the next 10 people that DM me ready. That's an example. So maybe tomorrow I'll market it and I'll be like, by the way, I'm only giving this free masterclass away to the next 10 people that DM me ready. Right. That's an example. Or with your call to action, you can be like, click PS. If you're enjoying this book and you want hands on one to one coaching, the next five people get 20% off and then doors close. Right. Urgency is when people act faster because they have a short amount of time. So example of that is our Black Friday promotion ends tonight, only three hours left. So if you want to take it, take action now. So your action steps is give a simple, clear, concise next steps for your leads, call to action, then give them a reason why using scarcity and urgency and any other reasons that you can think of. So in summary, if you're struggling to get leads, make an amazing lead magnet. Okay. Step one, again, is figure out the problem you want to solve for the right customer. Step two is figure out how you want to solve it. Step three is figure out how you want to deliver it. Step four is make the name interesting and clear. Step five, make it easy to consume. Step six, make it short, make sure it's damn good. Step seven, tell them what to do next, why it's a great idea. Do it clearly and do it often. Okay. Chapter three, getting leads. So we get engaged leads by letting people know about our stuff. And there are two types of people we let know. People who know us and people who don't. There's two paths of letting them know about it. One to one and then one to many. These combine into four basic ways you can let other people know about anything. So there's only four ways to get leads, period. You've got your warm audience, which is people who gave you permission to contact them. People who know you, friends, family, followers, customers, past customers, contacts, et cetera. People who know you. Then you got your cold audience. Okay. And these are far harder to convert. These are people who've never given you permission to contact them. Strangers who don't know you, don't trust you, and probably don't like you yet. Buying, you can do this by buying contacts, making lists, hashtags, Facebook groups, anyone who's not in your audience, people who don't know you. We can contact people with public communication or private. Okay, so there's two ways to contact people, public communication or private. And you got warm and then you got cold. Private is like a direct message, a DM, a phone call or an email because it's one-to-one, -one, right? When one person gets one message at a time. If you announce something publicly, many people will get it, AKA posting free content, billboards, YouTube, podcasts, right? Commercials, that's one to many. Automations can help you get some of this work done by technology, but the communication stays the same. For example, you can only send one SMS or a text to one person at a time, but with automations, you can do SMS marketing to a thousands at a time. Okay. So the difference between public communication and private change the way that we advertise. Okay. So again, 
This is the little graph that Alex and Mosey made. You got people who you who you, who know you. You got warm out uh, warm outreach and posting uh, free content. So once uh, one to one private, you can do uh, warm outreach and cold outreach, whether it's the people who know you or people who don't know you. And then you got one to many, which is posting free content. And the other option is running paid ads. And that's the people who don't know you. Okay. So there's only four ways to get leads, guys. Despite the way people try to package things when you see advertising, there is only four ways. There is no magic blueprint to success. You cannot avoid the hard work. Combined, there's ultimately four ways we can let anybody know about our stuff, aka advertise. One-to-one -to, -one to a warm audience, which means warm outreach. One-to-many to a warm audience, which is posting free content. One-to-one -to, -one to a cold audience, which is cold outreach. And then one-to-many to a cold audience, which is paid advertising. And we're gonna go through each one. So there's only four ways to advertise, meaning let people know about your stuff. Each way gets you one step closer to where you wanna go. If you're not getting enough leads as you want, you're not doing one of these with enough skill or enough volume, period. That's all it comes down to. Simple as that. First way is warm outreach. So we're gonna go to how to reach out to people you know. Warm outreach is when you make one-to-one um, -one contact with your warm audience, AKA the people who know you. It's the easiest and cheapest way to find people to buy. And it will get you extremely rich. It's extremely effective and helped me build two super successful businesses and most people don't do it. Don't be like most lazy motherfuckers. So this comes in four ways, email, calls, text, DMs. You can do this in two ways. Let them know about your lead magnet or let them know about your offer. So it's more direct. That's like straight to book sales call, okay? So option A, let them know about your lead magnet. Hey, I just dropped this free training. Option B is straight up letting them know what you sell. When you first start, you won't get as many engaged leads for your time. You do everything on your own and make each message personal, but it's reliable, predictable, and it works. Reaching out to your warm audience works for any audience size in any business, grows. Eventually, you will use automations and humans to make it more efficient. It starts small with you, but they scale all the way. It scales all the way to the moon, okay? How to do warm reach outs. Step one, get your list. So pull up your email accounts, pull up your contacts and address and addresses and your address list from each of them. Pull up all your contacts in your phone, right? And this is this is very simple. You guys can get a client right now. If you go through all your contacts in your phone and just start messaging them, SMS, straight up, let them know about your stuff. But most of you fear rejection. I hear everybody, oh, but this is a close friend. They're not going to buy. Oh, this is my mom. Oh, this is my uncle. It's that fear of rejection, right? Those should be the first people that you sell to. So pull up all the contacts in your phone. They're the easiest people to sell to. Look at all your email contacts. Start emailing them. Okay, then you got Instagram, your likes, your comments, your story views, your followers, you have all of them. So this is warm. We're talking about warm reach outs. Then you got Facebook, your friends, your likes, your story views, your followers. And you got LinkedIn, you got your connections, you got your followers, you got your engagement. All right. Same thing for all social media platforms.
Okay. It's just change the names, friends to followers. That's it. Okay. Step two, personalized messages. Most of you guys are like, okay, cool. But what do I say? Use their social media profiles to learn about them first and to find something to compliment or relate to. So let's look at Romel, my buddy Romel. Day trader. Uh, so it's very simple. Hey, Romel, I noticed that you're, you're a day trader. I've always wanted to get into the game. How long have you been trading for? Simple as that. We're just having a conversation. Find something on the page. This is a very easy one. He's a day trader. Let's start the conversation. Hey, first name, your kids are super cute. Here's example two. How old are they? Right? I wouldn't say that to him because he doesn't have kids, but I'm just giving you guys other examples. Or hey, first name, I noticed that you just went to Italy. I've always wanted to check it out. How's the pizza there? LOL. So we're just, we're just having a simple conversation and conversations lead to conversions. Okay? So that's called building rapport. That's... Uh, uh, that's not really talked about in the book, but that's what I call building rapport. You're just finding something on the page to compliment or relate to. And the more you do of this, the more money you'll make, the more rich you'll get. Okay. Step three is reach out to a hundred people per day, every single day, sunshine, rain, sunshine, feeling sick. I don't care. Every day. You got to do a hundred reps of one of these forms of advertising, a hundred of any of them. Now what's cool here is that if posting free content is working well for you, you only got to do 50 warm outreaches, right? Because your content's basically doing 50 reps for you. But not all of us get 50 reps in with, with our content, okay? So it doesn't necessarily mean always do 100. If you really want to make money, you should be doing 100 messages, period, no matter how much content you're posting. But um, reach out to 100 people per day, call, text, email, phone calls, and reach out to at least, reach out at least three times until you give up. So if they don't answer the initial message today, like let's pretend you message someone right now, message them again tomorrow. And then again, 48 hours again. This is where most people go wrong because of their lack of follow-up. So when I was working at LA Fitness, sometimes I would walk up to somebody on the Stairmaster. They'd give me attitude. I'd leave. I'd go speak to them again. Hey, John, how's your day going? They're a little bit nicer this time. They reject me again. Third time. Now they want to sit down. All right, what do you want? Well, like, let's talk. I know you're trying to sell me something. Yeah, man, I'm just trying to work, give you a free workout. And boom, it finally worked. But too many people give up too easily or don't put in the volume straight up because the shit works, right? And if you don't believe me, you got to believe Alex Ramosi, the guy made $100 million and runs multiple companies, okay? It works for me, works for everybody else in here. So it works. You just got to work it. And you can't just reach out to 100 people today and say, Fuck you, Eric. It doesn't work. You got to do it tomorrow, the next day, next month, the rest of your life. Okay. Step four is responses. So break the ice without sounding like a sleazeball, like I just did over there. Act like a human, like you're in a bar, like carrying the conversation. Okay. And uh, the way I break that down is acknowledge. So let's pretend Ramil responds, right? So I said, hey, Ramil, uh, how long, you you know, looks like you're doing day trading. That's awesome. You know, how long you been doing that for? And he's like, two years. And I'd be like, wow, two years as a day trader. That's a long time. I've heard that most people don't make it past their, their first year, LOL. So I'm acknowledging what he says, right? We don't want to just be like, cool, man. How, how, how's your fitness goals going? Because that's just like not the way you conversate with people. How long have you been a day trader, bro? Two years. Cool, man. How's your fitness going? That's just like, what the fuck, bro? 
It's just it's not how you speak to people, right? You wouldn't speak to someone in person like that. So don't speak to them like that in, in the DMs. So same thing here. So we're first going to say, wow, man, two years as a day trader. That's a long time. I've heard that most people don't make it past the first year, which is actually true. And then you're going to compliment. I respect the hustle, man, and resilience, man. And then always ask another question. You don't want to just be like, I respect the hustle, man. Bye. <laughs> just right. That's the second problem I see with, with uh, coaches that are just like, that's awesome, man. Cool. And they're just like, no one's responding to me. I'm like, bro, you're not asking questions. So always ask another question to keep the combo going and take control of the conversation. So you want to be the leader. It's like speaking to women, right? You get, or, or men or whatever. But men, to get a girl, they got to lead the conversation. Keep asking, basically just keep asking questions and women will talk. No offense, ladies, right? That's all you got to do. That's how you keep the conversation going. But if you're just like, oh my God, like that's that's so cool. I love your, your coat. And then you just keep your mouth shut. It's going to be a real boring conversation. So from there, after you acknowledge, compliment, you're going to say, one of the one of my closest friends is a day trader too. And he mentioned that he finds it hard to stay active as he's always sitting down a lot. Do you find that to be true? So now we're getting into the fitness stuff, right? He's going to be like, yeah, that's kind of true. Like I need to, you know, I'm not really active. I don't go to the gym. Boom. Now we got them going. Step four is to qualify them to see if they're interested. So from here, we're going to ask three to four questions through messaging, email, or whatever placement you're at before making an offer. So we don't want to just be like, oh, that's awesome, man. You, I mean, that's terrible, man. You never move. You want some help? Because that's too direct. So we want to ask three to four questions. We want to be like, gotcha, man. So what are your fitness goals? Gotcha. What do you think the biggest challenge is? And again, each and every time you want to acknowledge, compliment, and then ask another question. Yeah, man, that, that I hear that, man. So you're super, you're, you're, you're sitting down a lot. Got you. And I'm just curious, man, that, uh, what are your fitness goals, by the way? Oh, I would like to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, man, I hear that 20 pounds really feel good. So what do you think the biggest challenge is when it comes to losing the 20 pounds? So that would be our, our third question. Oh, uh, probably nutrition, exercise. I don't ever go to gym. Gotcha, man. That makes a lot of sense, man. Going to the gym can be extremely challenging at first. Nutrition is definitely the hardest part. What have you tried in the past? So from there, after that question, whenever he says, we're going to be like, yeah, man, I hear that, man. I definitely have some suggestions for you when it comes to losing weight as a busy entrepreneur. I've helped many entrepreneurs like yourself uh, burn fat without having to, you know, exhaust too much of their time inside a gym. Would you like some help? If they say no, then just send them your lead magnet. Just be like, yeah, okay, no problem, man. Maybe in the future we can, we can connect again. And then you keep your list warm. So like, okay, no problem, man. No, no, no problem at all. Here's a free thing. You know, here you go. Keep them in your list and then go reactivate that list a month later. And then continue to send them free trainings, emails, follow-ups, see how they're doing post content to warm them up and nurture that lead, okay? Step six is do it again. So after reaching out to all the leads on one platform, switch to the platform you have the second most leads on. So let's say your Instagram is popping, but your Facebook is like, eh. So we'll start with Instagram, we'll go attack there, and then we'll go attack again on Facebook. Reach out and then on to the next platform. Okay, LinkedIn, you got 100 Connect. That's gonna be the last, you know, last one we go to because that's your weakest audience, right? Pro tip, the more you post, the more engaged leads you can keep on one on the, on the one platform or many, so you don't have to search so much. This is why they work hand in hand congruently together. Step seven is nurture your list, right? Warn them up and turn them into buyers, right? 
And the way you do that is consistently giving value through email, social media, your content to warn them out, warn them up, and then reach out again in the future. Okay. So this is really important, the data. So data allows for you to predict how many customers you get per 100 warm reach outs, which can vary based on skill level, how much they trust you, your offer, your marketing skills, and communication skills. So this can, again, this can vary, but this is like assuming you're the worst content maker, you're the worst DMer in the world. This is like basic baby skills, okay? Eventually these, these conversion, this conversion data increases, okay? So warm reach out should get you, get about one fifth of your contacts to engage, okay? One out of five people, okay? A hundred reach outs should get, which means about 20 replies. That's one fifth, right? One out of that 20 who reply, another one fifth will take you up on your free offer, okay? So that means four people of the four who take your free offer, there should you should be able to convert one into a paid offer, whether it's now or later, AKA money, okay? In the example, you would get one customer per 100 reach outs. No matter what, with enough volume, you guys will get customers. One customer per day is a lot of money, guys. That's a lot of money, depending on what you're charging. So the more you do it, the better your comp conversion numbers will get. You know, now, if I personally reach out to 100 people, I'm definitely going to get like five people on the phone straight up. But it took me years to get there. Right? So the more you do it, the better your conversion numbers will get. It takes effort. This process alone can take you to $100,000 per year with nothing else. You can do this and not even post content and make money. This is your number one priority that we're going through right now. And this assumes that 1% of your list buys a $400 offer, just a $400 offer. So if you do this every day at a $400 offer, and most of your offers are $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, just that $400 offer, Using only warm reach outs, you guys will make $100,000. 500 reach outs per week equals five customers per week. A $400 product equals five customers per week times 400 each, which equals 2,000 a week. 2,000 a week times 52 weeks equals $104,000. 100 Gs, basically. Right? Which is still two times the median household income in the US. Two times. The median household income, median household income, meaning your spouse combined husband and wife, which is ridiculous. So the median household income of a husband and wife together, that means it's only $50,000 in combined income. That is terrible. So just by doing this, you can make more than a, a husband and a wife than the average median household income. So this should take the majority of your time when you're first starting out. It should be the first thing you do when you get up and you should not stop until you achieve your goal. Embrace the work. It will be part of your story that you you one time. Um, it will be part of the story you tell one day. Eventually, when you run out of people to reach out to, is where the second activity comes, which is posting free content. Okay, posting free content. The idea is to give so much value away for free that they'd actually pay for it. Post free great content.
Posting free, free content grows your warm audience. So you constantly posting free content means you'll have a constantly growing audience of people more likely to buy your stuff. Posting free content makes all other advertising uh, efforts more effective. It increases your paid ads, your cold, your warm outreach, everything. If you reach out to someone and they can't find content related to your services, they are way less likely to buy. If they find lots of value in your content, they are way more likely to buy. The five types of content that we teach you guys is valuable content, testimonial, social proof, lead magnets, vulnerable, and then offer post. An example of valuable content is three tips to overcome uh, whatever pain points that you're, you're, you're um, I don't know what the hell I was doing here, but three tips to overcome any pain point that your, your ideal client avatar is experiencing, right? Uh, I'm sorry, I messed mess this up here. Three tips to overcome avatars pain point. Okay, that's an example of valuable content, right? This is valuable content, what I'm doing right now. Just like, here's some free stuff, guys. Like, here's how you get leads. Like, here's how you get testimonials. Like, blah, blah, blah. Testimonial, very simple, social proof. This shows evidence you are who you say you are. That can be screenshots. That can be video selfie testimonials of your clients. It can be interviews, so on and so forth, right? Even screenshots, hey, I just lost five pounds is powerful social proof, Okay. Then you got lead magnets, which is what we're doing right now. We already went through this. Then you got vulnerable content, which is my personal favorite, which is sharing your unique story, right? Pain points, struggles, deep, hard things that you've been through. Could be relationship breakups, could be whatever. Anything that is resonates with your audience that, you know, connects with you, allows your audience to connect with you on a human level. Um, relate with your ideal client pain points. It might resonate with some people. So this, this can be hard, but you guys want to open up on your social media. Then you have offer posts, which is like call to actions, like the five people posts, promoting your offer, DME XYZ uh, for my free amazing thing, right? That's that's like offer posts. I shouldn't have put that for my amazing thing, okay? Framework for content, I like to use, um, I've always just gone by uh, Gary V's jab, 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 right hook. So give, 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 ask, right? So you give value, give give value, and then you ask. So you do one, two, three, and then you do one of these, or any of these, one, two, three, and then you do an offer post. So basically every three to four days, I'll do an offer post. Like, hey, DM me if you wanna become a client, basically, right? Hey, DM me if you want results like Brian. Hey, DM me if you want results like, you know, James or whatever. But most of the time, I'm giving shit away for free. Building that big bank of goodwill. Bottom line is you need to start making more content relevant to your audience because it will make you more money. Okay. In summary, posting free content is less predictable than warm outreach, but it's complementary to it. So keep doing warm re uh, reach outs. You can't just post content alone unless you got a huge audience, which most of us don't, um, without doing uh, warm reach outs. So also posting free content grows your warm audience and a bigger warm audience means more people for warm reach outs. So free content gets engaged leads on its own. It also gets you inbound engaged leads on its own and keeps getting engaged leads through warm reach outs. So instead of giving up um, one for the other, 
I recommend you post free content con uh, congruently to warm reach outs. Okay, so together, but priority number one is warm reach outs and second priority is content, okay? And there's many other reasons why free content is important, such as building your brand, and so many reasons that I'm not gonna get into. Number three, the, the third way to get leads is cold outreach, which we wanna completely avoid at all costs, but it works. It works the same exact way as warm, warm outreach, however, harder to convert because they're strangers. Um, so I'm not gonna go too deep into this because it's the same exact thing as warm outreach. The only difference is you're reaching out to people who don't know you. The way you can do that is scraping leads or emails on like LinkedIn. They have email scraping tools, um, which doesn't really typically work too great for fitness coaches, but for businesses in general, people do it. You got hashtags, locations, Facebook groups. Facebook groups can work really, really well. Some people crush it in there though, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but the cool thing about Facebook groups is that you can somewhat warm people up, right? You can post a piece of content, get them to look at it first, and then you can reach out to them. So Facebook groups isn't, it's cold. It's definitely cold, but it works really well. LinkedIn groups, same strategy. And then you got followers of followers. Okay. So anybody on social media, who's essentially not engaging with you, following you, so on and so forth, that's cold outreach. It's going to take more rapport building, more nurturing, more follow-ups and more of a grind. I try to avoid this at all costs, but it does work. Uh, this is why I post so much free content. So we don't ever have to do cold outreach, right? However, I have done it back in the day. When I was doing online fitness coaching, guys, I was starting from the bottom, just like you guys. I, I did my dirt. I did my cold outreach. I was messaging everybody in their mom. So it does for sure take work. It goes back to the law of 100 that Alex Mosey calls it. You got to do 100 reps per day. So make sure you message 100 and you should be able to convert at least one. Same thing with cold. Okay. Warm, I'd really like to say, like, if you get 100, you should be able to get two people on the phone. But um, these are the metrics that Mosey gave. Step four, um, no, the fourth way to get leads. Okay, so again, we went over three ways so far, right? We went over warm outreach. We never post posting free content. We went over we went over cold outreach, and a final thing is running paid ads, which I'm sure a lot of you guys think is sexy. Um, and those are the only four ways to get clients or leads, I should say. Okay, uh, so let's go down to that. Where is it at? Okay, paid advertising. So advertising, paid advertising is the only casino where with enough skill, you become the house, okay? I've spent thousands of dollars on ads, guys, before it really worked. Paid ads are a way to advertise one to many to cold audiences, people who don't know you. You're paying for eyeballs, essentially. Paid ads are the fastest way to get the most people to see your stuff, period. There's no way around that. You're trading money for reach instead of time. So with outreach, you're trading your time, right? With uh, advertising, you're trading your money. It's a huge advantage when you know what you're doing. It's a lot riskier, but when done right, you can get more leads than any other method, period. With outreach and content, you have to do more stuff to reach more people and you depend on the platform to do so. Paid ads, the reach is guaranteed, but you getting your money back or profit is not guaranteed. It's a game of efficiency rather than reach. So the question isn't do ads work, but the question is how well 
how well can you make them work? It's an equation of how much you spend versus how much people buy. Simple as that. And like cold outreach, paid ads go to colder, lower trusted audiences. So even with a great offer, a smaller percentage of people will respond. Paid ads get uh, paid ads get over this hurdle by putting your offer in front of more people. Okay. If it's not making you money, most of the time it's because the right people never saw your stuff. That's typically why. So paid ads give four problems to solve. Knowing number one, knowing where to advertise. Two is getting the right audience to see it. Uh, three is making the best ad for them to see. And then four is getting permission to contact them. Step one is choose a platform. Instagram and Facebook is is the platform where, where my experience is at. I've messed around with YouTube, but I'm not gonna, I'm definitely not a YouTube expert in terms of paid ads. And LinkedIn, I failed at too. So I failed at these two basically. I'm gonna go back into YouTube, but I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna hire a mentor to do to learn it. Okay. So Instagram and Facebook are the platforms that that I'm really good at for paid ads, but you gotta choose one. Most people will go the Instagram and Facebook route. It's the easiest route. And uh it's, it works great. So for coaches, just use Meta or YouTube. But YouTube, I think, is, is a little bit more. Uh, most people start out with Meta, Facebook and Instagram, right? Step two is targeting. Okay. So look, you got lookalike audiences, which shows your ads to an audience that's similar, but much bigger than a list that you provide Facebook with. That could be a customer list. That can be your follower list. So you can tell Facebook, hey, I want you to find a million people just like my followers with the same demographics, interests, and behaviors. And it'll be like, sure, I got you, Brian. I'm going to go find a million people like your followers. You got your engagement list. So you can say, hey, Facebook, I want you to find a million people like the people who like my posts. Then you got your book call list, right? So data is valuable. This is what you guys should be getting here, right? Data becomes valuable as you grow your business. So if you've now booked a thousand sales calls, you could say, Facebook, I want you to find a million people like the people who have booked sales calls with me and will be like, I got your back. I'm going to do it right now. Any list that has emails, names, and information, right? Which you can recover all that information from CRMs, Calendly, so on and so forth, okay? And then you got demographics, interests, and behaviors. You got age, income, location, type of job they have, interests, behaviors, all that sort of stuff, okay? Basic filters, on top of the lookalike audience are an easy way to get more of the right people and more efficient ads. So you can say, all right, Instagram, I want you to find a million people who engage with my content. Plus, I want them to be anywhere from the age of 30 to 50. They have to be top 1% of high income. They have to be in the US and they also have to, to be working uh, as a salesperson. Okay, so you can tell um, Facebook to find people like that. So you layer it. The more filters you use or filter, whatever you want to call it, the more specific the list. But the more specific you get with your list, more fit, the more efficient your ads will be, but the faster you're going to run through your audience size. Because what happens is if you give it too many layers, let's say that your audience size is only half a million, like with paid ads, you can half a million people can see your stuff relatively quick. So this will get you a lot more quicker wins on the front end and early on with smaller specific audience audiences, which gives you more money to spend on larger, broader audiences. So now that you have some money, you're making some money from your smaller, uh, more narrow down list, you can say, okay, let's go target like uh, an audience size of 2 million, 
right? Because you have more money to blow. And that's how you scale, right? You start with a smaller and then you go with a bigger audience. So action steps is to collect information from your list in one place, like a CSV spreadsheet, right? Which you can just like, if you go to Calendly, you can be like, okay, give me all the book calls I've had in the last year or whatever, right? But make sure you separate them according to where they came from, because this will come in handy when making lookalike audience lists. For Instagram, it's very easy. Like you can just go, I'm not going to show you up right now, but you can basically go through uh, Facebook ads and it will do the Instagram engagement lookalike audiences. It's pretty easy to set up. But to get like customer lists, book call lists, you got to do it yourself. And then add filters on top of that list. I would just start by adding one to two filters at first should be fine. Or just, just one should be fine. That's I usually start with one or two. Okay. Step three is the advertisement. Like what the hell do you say? It's a lot easier than you think. I find that the simpler the ad, the more money that you make personally. The more money, uh, I mean, the more time and effort that I put into the ad, the shittier it, it does. I've sat and I've made ads that were like, oh my God, they look groundbreaking, but they didn't make, I've just lost money on it. Uh, first things first is you want to call out your niche, right? Call out your ideal customer. So for example, are you a mom in your forties who wants to burn stubborn belly fat? Then you want to, you get into the value proposition. I've been able to help X amount of people, X amount. I've been able to help 30 or hundreds of moms, uh, I, uh, hundreds of ideal customers, you know, burn belly fat using my mom's belly fat burning method, okay? And then you have your call to action. Click learn more to schedule in a free demo call, right? So people noticing your ad is the most important part of the ad. The purpose is to sell the next step, okay? The targeting is relatively easy these days versus like five, six years ago, the targeting was more challenging. Now the targeting is a lot easier. So the headline is, is the first sale that sells the next step. This is the most important part is like what you're saying to get their attention. Most advertisers spend the majority of their time and money and efforts on the actual headline on like what to scroll stop people with actually. Ramosi says his advertising became 20 times more effective when he focused the majority of his efforts on the first five seconds. Pretty crazy. Pro tip is record and test multiple ad copy creatives with different variations. So testing multiple different advertisements, uh, at least I would say four to five. Hermosi says, uh, I think 10 to 20 in his book. I would say at least, you know, he has more money to kind of blow. I would say at least four to five, just to mess around and see what, you know, look at what your competitor. Another thing you can do is look at what your competitors are doing. So a lot of times guys, like when I'm just scrolling on Instagram and I see an ad, I'll be like, oh, what's this guy doing? I want to see what's working for them, right? So whenever you guys see a fitness coach doing a paid ad, like look at it, look at what's hooking people in, what's working for them, right? You got to get them interested. If people think the offer or lead magnet has benefits, they'll exchange money or at least information to get it. A good advertisement paid or free uses clear, simple ways to interest them in buying your stuff. It tells people why they should want your lead magnet or offer. Step four is how to get their info. DM ads are the easiest, simplest way to get their info. They you just really literally run an ad and say, DM me, you know, XYZ for info. And they say, hey, you know, here, I want, I want info. Boom, you automatically get their info. So that's the easiest way. The more challenging way is landing pages, 
What I suggest for landing pages is, is short, simple, and sweet. This is my landing page. So easy that a 12-year-old could do it. And this has made me a lot of money, okay? So very simple, short, simple, and sweet. That's called an opt-in page where you're going to collect their phone number, email, and name, okay? Right, get instant access, full name, phone number, email. That's what you call an opt-in page. Very simple, very easy. Then it takes them to a video sales letter. Video sales letter is is uh, basically the videos that you watch after where you basically tell them your offer. I've done 15-minute ones. I've done 20-minute ones. I've done 40-minute ones. I've done two-minute ones. The one that's converting for me the most, I believe, is between two and five minutes. So again, short, simple, and sweet. Okay? And then thank you page. Thank you page is where you set them up with expectations for the call. Flooded with, so with social proof, client results, so on and so forth, but also telling them like, hey, make sure you show up for the call, blah, blah, blah. This is where you start to kind of nurture them as well, okay? I've tested short ones. I've tested longer ones. I think I've found the long, like I have a 20-minute thank you page. It seems to be working well now. So action step is to build your first funnel. I wasted many years, like Hermosi, avoiding the pain of making funnels, using tech. When I finally did it, it was worth it. You guys can get our free funnel templates, plus done-for-you automations by downloading our software here. It will save you tons of the guesswork I had to go through. It'll literally give you this that you can edit, plug and play, drag and drop, so that you guys start creating one on your own without having to create a website from, you know, a, a funnel from scratch. Plus, it has built-in automations. So as soon as they opt in, they click this, they get in text, they get emailed, all sorts. I have all of it built out for you guys. I've done all the work, basically all the work for you. Now, you will have to change shit to be unique to you. Like, it's not 100% done for you, but 90% of the work is done for you, okay? Um, so your action step is to build your funnel and make it very simple, okay? Number four, and, and you can use these funnels for paid ads or free content. You can put the link in your bio. You can, you know, use it for lead magnets. You know, here's my free lead magnet. They opt in, you collect information, boom, you start collecting information. Number four is paid ads part two. Uh, or, I'm sorry, let's get into paid ads part two. Phase one of paid ads is tracking money. <laughs> the fun part is losing money. Phase two is losing money. This is where most people go wrong with paid ads. Phase one and phase two is most people don't make it to phase three. The reason is because they don't track their money and they get to, if they are, even if they are tracking money, they get to phase two where they're losing money and they just give up. Like they're just not built for it. There is no way around it. You're going to lose money before you make money with paid ads. So phase one before spending a dollar on ads is set everything up to accurately track. If you don't track, you're going to quit or lose a lot of money. And you're going to just be like, business is not for me. Phase two, and, and when I say track, that means cost per lead, cost per book call, um, conversion rate. Um, there's many numbers you got to track to be able to efficiently run ads. So it's a little bit more advanced. Phase two is lose money. So Mrozy says, investing into a money printing machine. So a lot of people look at it like, oh, I'm just losing money on ads. I'm, I'm losing money on ads. But instead of thinking like that, like I'm losing money, Instead, think that you're investing into a money printing machine. Eventually, you will print money with paid ads, but you have to lose money first. 
So I love when Hermosi says like, hey, you're not losing money, you're investing into a money printing machine. And even though you are losing money at first, it's going to come back eventually. When running paid ads, you pay first, so you lose money before it goes up, right? Okay. Phase three is you print money. So this is when your life gets really sexy, okay? Um, instead of thinking how much money should I spend on ads, it eventually becomes how many customers can you handle? So that's a great thing about ads is like, eventually the problem isn't getting clients. It's like, what do I do with all these clients? Now you have a fulfillment problem, which is a good problem to have. Okay. That's when you get to spending $1 and you get five to 10 back, which is extremely high for paid ads. Okay. If you spend a dollar and get five back, your ads are going good. At first, more than likely, you're going to spend a dollar and get zero back. And then maybe spend a dollar, get a dollar back. And, then, you know, two, three, four, it, it, grow, it grows slowly. Okay. But again, it's an investing into money printing machine because eventually you get $10 back, meaning you spend $10,000 and you get $100,000 back. So it's just like gambling, but it's the only type of gambling where the house wins. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? Lessons for paid ads. Number one, don't confuse sales problems with advertising problems. Whew. It's a powerful statement. Okay, so uh, that's basically saying, hey, you might be running ads, but if you suck at closing, like, don't blame it on the ads. You just suck at closing. Number two is your best free content can make the best paid ads. So if you take what's working well for you for free on social media and you put it as a paid ads, like you put money behind it, Nine times out of 10, it will perform, perform great, which is another reason why I tell you guys, hey, don't run ads until you're making like 10, 20 grand per month because you're going to start to learn marketing fundamentals. You're going to be like, okay, I know what my audience wants. So why don't we put some money behind it? In conclusion, paid ads are the fastest way to scale and get tons of leads, more leads than you guys can handle. Once you understand how ads make money, it becomes easier to win. The money is in the numbers to follow tracking, and having systems. I recommend doing paid ads last for two reasons. One, skills from the other three methods transfer into this one, which is why we don't encourage you guys to do paid ads until you're ready. The better you are with outreach, free content, then the better your ads will perform. This is the difference between the guy that spends a dollar and gets $2 back or just quits and the difference between the guy that spends a dollar it makes $10 back is because they built the business the right way. Paid ads cost money. So the second thing conclusion is paid ads cost money. Money you will have if you start with the other three methods that we mentioned earlier, which is cold outreach, warm outreach, and posting free content. So learn the skills and make the money from the other three methods. So you have the shortest learning curve on this one. It's going to teach you how to run ads, essentially. Once you have all that set, you can scale it. You need to expect to lose more times than you win with paid ads. Once you win, you can scale the hell out of it. Paid ads is the last method of the four ways that you can let people know about your stuff. Those are the only four ways you guys can get clients. I know it's kind of sad because I wish there was another way, but there isn't. Finally, is how to get even more leads, more better new. One, you can do more of what you're currently doing. Two is you can do what you're currently doing better. Three is you can do it somewhere else. So a different platform. More is you've done advertising now and you know that advertising works to a degree, the next obvious thing you can do to get more leads is more. A lot more to your own maximum capacity. Better, 
is you get better with doing more testing and as a result, get wildly different results. New is after you improved your marketing effort through more and better, the only thing left is new places and new ways. New placements, new platforms, new core four. When you advertise, you could do it in new ways. So different styles of content, new places, other platforms, and then repeat it. Repeat this, the same four things that we, we, we've we gone through in this whole call in a different platform. So an action step is do more and better first. Once you cannot possibly do any more, which is pretty hard to do, then you can do new. They say it usually takes like $3 million a year till you get to the point where you got to do start doing new. So do way more of the advertising that works until it breaks. Then you keep that level of advertising up while you go back, fix the constraints and make it better. So better and more work with each, uh, which other, which, which you, well, sorry. So better and more work with each other more than they work alone. Okay. The more you do, the better you actually become. So they work together. Conclusion, advertising is a process of making known. It's what you do to let people know about the stuff you sell. Now you solve the stuff problem with your lead magnet and offer, but to get them to turn to engage leads, you have to tell them about it. So we spent this time going over the four, only four ways to get a single person to advertise it. Let other people know about your stuff. To do it, you trade either your time, money, or both. And when you do it, you can advertise to people who know you, which is warm outreach, or people who don't know you, which is cold. You can advertise publicly or you can do it privately, okay? Publicly is content and paid ads. Privately is outreach, messaging. Whenever I started either of my coaching business, I started both of them with not that much money. I always started with outreach and posting content. I'll start my day with outreach and then I post content after it's done. You only need to do one thing. So pick one thing and max it out. Do more, do better, and then do new. All these methods will compound together. The money, systems, and experience you learned from the methods will help you master the next. People that post free content and run ads will get more out of their ads and their content than a business that only does one or the other. Okay, the people that make the most amount of money, just look at Iman Ghazi, look at Alex Mosey. They post a shitload of content and they make millions of dollars without posting content. Literally, Hermosi can just do paid ads, never post free content, and still make money than more money than all of us put together. Same thing as Iman Ghazi. But they choose to do organic free content as well because they work together. So same thing with outreach and content together. The more you work, your worm leads, and better uh, and better than the one that only does one gets uh, will get better results. So every combination of these methods boost each other in some shape or form. I choose to do all, do all four. Okay, because my business is important to me. So you guys should do uh, at least two of them for now, which would be warm outreach and content, free content. Okay, eventually you'll do the third one, paid advertising. Um, okay, chapter five, leveraging others. So eventually getting people who get you more leads, you're basically getting other people to tell people about your stuff. You can do that through agencies. They can run ads for you. They can chop up your content, post free content. You got appointment setters who can do warm outreach and cold outreach for you. 
And you got your customers to give you referrals and you got affiliates, which I'm not going to cover this because I'm not an expert with affiliates. And most coaching, most coaches don't really use this one. We use these three right here. Um, so just imagine you can only probably reach out to 100 people personally per day until you're maxed out, which equals one, two, maybe three customers per day. And that's if you it's one customer per day if you suck. And that's OK if you suck. So if you have two people telling 100 people, you get two customers per day. So now we're looking at $200,000 per month at a $400 offer. If you're selling a $1,000 product, that means you're looking at like $300,000 per, per year. Sorry, I meant to say per year. It's a lot of money just with two appointment setters. Our best appointment setters, guys, book up to 10 sales calls per day. This is one form of leverage. Uh, Hermosi calls them lead getters, who are employees working in your business that you train to get you leads. They get you leads the same exact way you get your own leads in the beginning. They either run ads. Sorry. They can run ads. They can do cold outreach. They can do warm outreach or they could post free content. They can do any advertising you train them to do. So more lead getting employees means more engaged leads for your business. It also means less work you have to do to get leads. More leads for less work sounds Freaking amazing, right? This is how you scale. But employees also take time to train. They just take less time and work than doing everything on your own. So i rather trade 40 hours a week for four hours of managing, aka leverage. So you'll work 36 hours less with lead getters or appointment setters. Bottom line is employees make a fully functioning business that grows without you. Employees make you wealthy and grow your business. How do you get employees? Very simple. Same exact way you get leads, warm outreach, cold outreach, free content, paid ads. That's simple. <laughs> Conclusion, the goal is to shift your perspective. Your job is to advertise and sell your stuff. You advertise publicly or privately to employees and customers. Simple as that. That's your job. Once you get good at it, you become unstoppable. All this takes is guts and having guts is a skill. The most beautiful thing about this, in my opinion, is that anyone and everyone can do this at no cost at first. You are in control of your own destiny. And that's what I love about coaching is that we are all literally in control of this. These are not uncontrollable variables. They're all controllable. It all depends on your decision-making, uh, your, your, your action-taking. It's inputs and outputs game. Simple as that. So this is a long fucking training. I didn't expect it to take that long. Um, but hopefully you guys found it valuable. Was this valuable for you guys? Cool. Questions? Yeah, I got you guys with the link. I'll drop it in our Slack channel. Nobody has questions? All right, sweet. Well, this will be recorded, guys, in case you also, you know, Got bored for a couple seconds. I know humans got low attention span, so that's totally okay. So if you guys did want to watch the replay, you guys can just, you know, watch in the Facebook group. I think I'm also going to put it in the school as well. Nobody has questions. Yeah, I think I have a question, actually. Um, I'm not sure if it's exactly pertaining to this, but it does have to do with one of them. Um, the more... Sorry, let me turn on my camera. Uh, the more you... 
I guess the more you reach out to people, uh, the more comfortable you'll get at just holding conversations as well, right? Like knowing what to say, when to say, what, um, things like that. Uh, that's been my biggest issue. And uh, I mean, James kind of, kind of knows it too. Yeah. Yeah. So think about it. Like you ever like, just think about like when you were like 12, 13 and like all your boys are like, yo, go talk to that girl. Right. And you're like super nervous and like you get shut down. You know, in most cases we get shut down like the first time, but we're super nervous. But if you talk to a hundred women per day, you're definitely going to get some numbers, but it takes guts to do so. Right. It really does. It takes guts to talk to a hundred women. You know, that's a broad, it's crazy example, but it takes guts, which you gain over time of speaking to women and, and attaining those, those communication skills. So it's the same thing here. Eventually you build like this emotional control where, you, where you, it becomes a habit where you're doing it every day, where you don't fear the rejection essentially, because that's what it typically comes down to is that fear of rejection, you know? And it's very similar to the story that I said, mentioned about when I was working at LA fitness, bro, like I started talking to like five people per day, you know, cause I, I didn't want to be rejected, bro. It was uncomfortable. It's weird. Like just going up to somebody on the stair mask and be like, yo, bro, how's your day? Like, it's just weird at first. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I heard, I heard the story. I know I wasn't on the camera, but I had my headphones in. Yeah. Um, it was just like, it took, it took time and mm -hmm. for sure. Basically you just got more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely exaggerated with the story too. Like it took me longer than like, I was trying to make a point with the story. It took me like three or four months to become like one of the top salespeople. And it took me a while to build the habit of speaking to like a hundred people per day, cold calling, you know, walking the floor. It took me longer than what I said in this story, actually, um, you know, to get comfortable with that. You know, it took me like probably four to six months, really. Okay. Yeah. It really does take time. That's, that's, there's no doubt about it. Even, but the cool thing here, man, is like, I do encourage you guys to maximize your out, your input efforts of messaging. But what's cool here is once you get really good with content, you no longer have to really like do as much outbound messaging, right? Because what Hermosi says, and I agree with it, is like you, you have to do a hundred reps of one of these. You have to choose which one, right? We teach you guys this one and this one, posting free content, warm out. Well, we teach you all three, but we really encourage you guys to do these two. But if you're doing 50 reps of content, that leaves you with 50 reps of this. So if you're posting really content, you're going to generate a lot of inbound leads, people reaching out to you. But that's also a skill that takes time. Right? So for example, on your huge page, bro, like if you posted something today, like getting people to raise their hand, you're going to get like hundreds of leads. You know what I mean? There's no doubt about it. Does that make sense? So you wouldn't have to do the warm outreach because so many people are reaching out to you. So you got to do a combination of these. And the more you do of this, the more warm outreach you can do. And the more you can avoid this because the cold outreach is going to have a less conversion rate, meaning you're going to get less customers naturally. Warm outreach, you're going to get a lot more, you know, people saying yes, essentially. Cool. And eventually, dude, like 100 warm outreaches get you like two customers. Like that's a lot. You know, and at a $1,000, $2,000 offer, that's why we do high ticket, like, you know, with a $2,000 offer, two customers per 100 messages is a lot of money, dude. A lot of money. No, it is for sure. You know? 
no matter what you guys do, it's going to require time, effort, or money to make money. But when you compare it to like the time you're putting in this to the amount of money that you can make is just exponential compared to any nine to five, right? No job can make you this much amount of money in that amount of time. And then eventually, like we got into in chapter four, um, you guys can also, if you want to skip ahead here, you can, everything's bookmarked at the top. If like you want to look at a specific uh, chapter, you can just click here. So eventually like, guys, I don't message a hundred people per day anymore. I did my grunt work. Don't get me wrong, but now I leverage others. Right? Eventually you just get people to do it for you. The thing is you got to get good at it your, yourself first to be able to teach them. Number one. And number two, like they need warm people to message because most of them don't like doing cold. So the better you get with content, which takes six months to a year, I'd say, then you can start hiring people to just like message everybody who engages with your content. And then you're like, then you're like chilling. You're like, damn, I did a whole year of, you know, put, going balls to the wall, going hard you know, busting my ass, doing real grunt work, but now it's paying off. Like a year later, you're like, man, I got leads coming in here. I don't even do the messaging. I just take the sales calls, make sure my clients are good. By that time, cool. you're, you're you're in a habit too. Any other questions, bro? No, no other questions. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And that's how you scale guys too. Like it's, just, it's, you know, the more you do of those four things, you know, there's only so much you can do by yourself, you know, a hundred of each of these or whatever, but then you hire people to do 200 more of this. And then you got your running paid ads, which like we said, is the fastest way to scale. So they're all working together and your business just boom, blows up. That's when things get, get fun. Nobody has any other questions. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. If you learned anything about this, you got to do the work, guys. So go hit those DMs. And, uh, you know, that's what we're here for, guys. Like, whenever you guys are going through something, hop on these group calls so we can look at the conversations. We can tell you what to say, who to message, so on and so forth, okay? And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Perfect. Bye, guys.